Okay. There's a hurricane. Now go. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> there's a tornado, by the way. <laughs> and we're rolling. Right. Right. I got a podcast. Add to the add to the no, no, no. Alrighty, hello, 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 hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Literally Screaming. Ah! Ah! Oh my gosh, no, everyone in the stands is taking off their clothes. I can't handle this. No, please stop it. No, just kidding. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Today I am joined by a very special guest, Mr. Dom Gabriel. Hi everybody. So how has your weekend been or your weekend? Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, um, it's, it's been weird, you know. I've been in LA for like three weeks now. Yeah, the last time I saw you, I didn't know you were going to be here for this. Are you staying in LA? Yeah, I mean, my show just came out, so I'm just here for the month, couple months, kind Get of it? taking in the ways of the land, becoming, you know, one of the... LA people? Yeah, the, the, the LA people. The LA people. Both, like, don't do that. Like, don't do that. Like, <laughs> the, we, like, we love people in LA, we love the LA people, but, like, don't become, like, that person in LA. Because if you do, I'm jumping you. Yeah, I'm trying I mean, not like, to. Even if I were to jump you, I don't really think it'd be that effective. I feel like you'd be able to throw me to the ground. I feel I feel like you're very nimble, though. What's I feel nimble? like, by, like you're very like. Oh, squ- quick! Yeah, like quick. I'm like quick very agile. I feel like before I even like get throw a, a chance, punch, throw I'm a gonna punch, like disappear. You, yeah. Yeah, I can run really fast. Yeah. Um, I think like, <laughs> like personally, if I were to like put up a fight with anyone, I'm not like fighting. I'm running. That's literally, yeah, that's, I know you said not to talk about it, Amanda, but that's kind of what I did like this weekend <laughs> in WeHo. Um, when like there was a bar fight. We'll talk about that later. Um, okay, okay. But speaking of WeHo. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to a bar fight. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, when I, I, like this weekend for me at least, when I was in WeHo, um, have you ever like seen parkour videos? <laughs> Where's this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it's going somewhere. Trust yeah. me. Trust me. Just trust the process. So I don't know what like ever possesses me and my brain to like tell me I can do things when I clearly cannot and my body cannot handle the things that I'm trying to accomplish. Um, but you know those like cement like blocks in the road? They're, they're like kind of like barricade almost. Oh, yeah. yeah like yeah. you see them on like the highway sometimes. Yeah. They have them lined up on like the sidewalk in WeHo. I didn't know that it had just rained. I was not sober. And me in my brain, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna jump over it to get to my Uber. Mind you, all the bars in WeHo were closing, so everyone was out on the sidewalk. And I was actually in front of like an outside bar. So like everyone was already outside. And I was like, I'm gonna jump over this barrier and get in that Uber and I'm gonna look like a badass. No, I actually like try to jump over the like little tiny concrete barricade. My hand slipped, my head actually hit the car of the Uber <laughs> and then I fell on my ass and everyone, I'm not joking, everyone who was outside, I actually, they all went, ooh. <laughs> I don't like I feel like one of my like biggest nightmares is to like fall in front of a group of people and then like have them all see and then have that reaction and I lived through that um, and then all these like girls ran up to me they were like are you okay are you okay and my friend Billy was like kicking my leg and he was like get up get up you're embarrassing yourself get up and I was like damn how was the recovery though did you like get right up and then just like hop in the Uber uh, I got right I everyone? crawled into the Uber it hurt so bad I um pretty sure I sprained like my right ass cheek as I was I saying before, yeah, no, you definitely can. I mean, like, it's gotten better, but I was like limping for the past few days. And I mean, this weekend, I kind of just like stayed in and didn't do anything. Well, that's a lie because I went to WeHo, <laughs> but like these past few days, <laughs> I like haven't been like do going too crazy, I guess. But wall nights in WeHo, yeah. Have you ever been? Uh, yeah, I went to Catch. Is that in catch? WeHo? I, that sounds like vaguely familiar. Catch. Catch LA. It's like a, a sushi fish place. Oh, okay. I know. Like I've. It's like in WeHo. Yeah. When I say like WeHo, I immediately think of clubs because oh, okay. I'm like <laughs> gay area clubbing. <laughs> um, but what's Catch? I don't think I've ever been there. I don't know. All I know is there's like a paparazzi right out in front. Oh. And I saw like a bunch of influencers walk in, and I'm you know, I just got my blue check, so I'm like. I started to feel myself start forming into like an LA person. Yeah. Like, Wait. Like so the full moon came out my blue check, and it? I started like <laughs> taking selfies. <You> said, <laughs> no. Yeah. I'll take a photo with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so you were there. What what paparazzi was it? Do you know? I have no idea. Was it like Hollywood Fix? I I have no idea. Can I tell you a little secret? Yes. Um, Hollywood Fix. Like I know people that have called the Hollywood Fix to go to them. Yeah. So it looks like the paparazzi is following them. No, they called them, gave them the location, and was like, "Ask me these questions." So, if it was the Hollywood Fix, mm, hey, hey, I would call the Hollywood. <laughs> I actually have thought about calling the Hollywood Fix on myself <laughs> so many times. Well, now now that I'm like on like reality television and like perfect match in that show, I'll go on my for you page and I'll see other people from the cast just like pop up on stuff like that. And I just saw a member of the cast on like TMZ just like talking about me, and I'm like. Uh, what is happening? So, if you don't mind me asking, what's the entire show about? So, basically, I was on, I've been on two shows. Okay. So, the first show was a show called The Mole. It was mm-hmm. like a competition show, like Survivor, Me Sweet Brother. We were in Australia doing adventure stuff. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a good time. And then Netflix has asked me, like, oh, we're doing a dating show, but the dating show is like with all of like the all stars from every Netflix reality show. So, from Too Hot to Handle, The Circle, Love is Blind, The Mole selling Tampa, just like the real estate shows everybody all into one show and everyone's just like date like kind of like a you know dating show kind of yeah just like everyone's dating and the point is like it's kind of like every episode they bring in two new people okay so if you don't have a match by the end of the episode of the week then you're you get, then you get out so when they reached out to you did you like have to audition for anything or like was there like an interview uh, there that was went like, along with that there was like a few interview processes for the dating show, but because they already know who I am and I'm already kind of in the Netflix universe, it was kind of like not as intensive as the first time. So when you first did an interview, I'm just like really curious now. Yeah. When you first did an interview for Netflix, what was that like? What do what usually happens with those? Oh, it's like it's the longest process ever. It's like you have like video interviews with the producers, the casting execs, and then you gotta like they give you a questionnaire basically asking you every single intricacy of your life like relationships uh favorite f- down to your favorite foods to relationships to what went wrong you have to do a psychologically a psychological interview and then a psychological questionnaire that's like to determine if you're just like a psychopath i guess that is so cr- <laughs> like i didn't even i wouldn't even think that would happen i thought it was more so like oh yeah let's let's just sit down at like a desk like at a table literally like that table just like sit there and be like oh hey guys like this is my name no it's like it's an an extensive auditioning process the first time around yeah what were like the psychological questions like it's kind of like you know are you confrontational like situational type stuff like if if someone were to tell you something that was like out of pocket that's not the terms that they use. Yeah. But if someone did something out of pocket, would you confront them? Would you leave it alone? They try to get a sense of like how, how you would, you would, interact, how you would with interact with others on the show. So like, I would assume they would find somebody like, oh, I would confront them. And uh-huh. they'd be like, then someone like me, like, oh, I just mind my business. These two would be great. <laughs> because then it's, oh my gosh, that's actually yeah. really cool. I never would have like thought that that would be, I already said this, but like that would be the, I guess like audition process. It's more like in an interview. Yeah, but it's, it's really And like, how many do you have to go to? Uh, like, is it just like one or is it like back to back to back to back? And how long in between each one? Sorry. It's like probably like the first time was like a month and a half, two months. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it gets more and more descriptive as you go along as they like they're dwindling people down mm-hmm. and they let you know like all right there's 10 people being cast we're down to the last 20 here's your last interview and you have like another interview and they kind of just like because they're also trying to pick the not just you but how the best group dynamic as well right so yeah like, you you want to find people that can all like mesh together yeah and i guess like was like if there is drama happening they want to find people who can like execute like you want people intrigued. Exactly. You want so to get like different the best, personalities. The best group to like get the most, I guess, like revenue or views. Yeah. So like with the dating show, like Perfect Match, someone like me who's not coming from a dating show, who's like, you know, you could tell from my personality, I'm pretty naive. So uh, I, like, like you didn't know it was. Like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So it's probably like, oh, this guy would be great to put on someone who's like an experienced dating show person oh. and then see them interact. And it's like. You know, did you what was the filming like for the show then? Oh, it like was... I feel like most of the time, okay, for example, like I know, like they have like, is there 
like different rooms you go into to like speak to like a camera like yeah. how does that actually all like unfold if you don't mind me yeah asking. it's kind of like so first of all there's cameras everywhere okay they have b-roll cameras like there's cameras set up in the bedrooms in the living rooms then there's like 20 cameramen that are just like they're like trained to like like, like assassins you. like like the minute that they hear like like voices go up a little bit they're running up the stairs to the room catch they catch everything in your face but eventually after a while like they're not cameramen anymore it's like oh that's just steve like, oh, okay like, you're like with was it so un- was it like an uncomfortable adjustment because i feel like for me at least like when i film my videos like I film it I upload I'm done and then I can put my phone down and I don't have to like worry about another camera watching me especially like for me at least I don't know how comfortable I would be knowing there's a camera in my bedroom yeah so what it like is was it like an adjustment like was it uncomfortable to like have that many cameras on you all at once 100% it was the first little bit it gets uncomfortable especially like with me like I have like social anxiety and like I'm kind of like and going into that like my shows were now we had no one knew who I was on that show so I had imposter syndrome and I'm just like no one knows who I am all these cameras here I don't know what I'm doing but after a while because it's 24 7 like you just like get you just kind of get accustomed to it without you you even realizing and you know a camera guy will be like in your face and you're like talking to them blah, 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 and then you remember like oh shoot that was all recorded you know (laughs) when when you you again like you were on two reality tv shows was that like always something you wanted to do like was that planned or like did it kind of just how did that happen like how did you get on your first reality tv show it was called the mole right and then after that now you are on what is it perfect match perfect match there we go all the way real with you. I was working in a warehouse, okay. a Ben and Jerry's warehouse, like <gasps> literally ice cream? a cold storage ice cream warehouse. Like, like, like freezer suit headed down like twelve hours a day, putting ice cream onto like a wooden pallet twelve hours a day, for like seven years. That was like since I was like a teenager. Okay, this I is like this. like side quest question. Like yeah. we're on a side quest right <laughs> okay, now. Okay, we're, we're branching off. Well, yeah, happen. go ahead, go ahead. First of all, when you work in like Ben and Jerry's and you're slapping ice cream on stuff. Like, do you get sick of ice cream? Like, does ice cream like gross you out? Cause I remember when I used to work at Starbucks, after a while, the smell of coffee, I was like, I hate it. I haven't had ice cream in years. Well. In years. Uh, what's your, when you did eat ice cream, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? This is gonna sound like I'm like like self-promoting, but it was genuinely before I got on Netflix, the Netflix and chill flavor. I never even knew there was a Netflix. I like butter It's so pecan. good. It's like peanut butter with like pretzels, like sweet, but kind of salty. I like sweet and salty. Yeah. But was... butter pecan is, or pecan, whatever you want to call it. I feel like an old lady when I tell people <laughs> I like butter pecan. They're like, how old are you? And I'm like, how old are you? Get a grip. Butter pecan is the best. Yeah. Sorry, it is. Sorry. What's like your favorite like nut? Um, are you like, cause like I've, I've like. <laughs> ask that question again. <laughs> My favorite what? Sorry, my, my ADHD is kicking in, and now we're going on another side quest. What's my favorite what? Your favorite nut. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I <laughs> like, real talk, I love cashews. Yeah, that's like, I feel like a cashew is like the beginner nut. <laughs> no, I get, no, you get it. Yeah, and then it's like you move into almonds, which is like, yes. which is like the mature nut. Yes. But then you start branching off into like a choir Like taste, a macadamia like, nut. Like a macadamia nut, or like a walnut, or like you take the time to open up a pistachio. You get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I loved cashews for a hot minute, and then I was like allergic to nuts, like tree nuts. Um, yeah, no, here's the funny story. I wasn't allergic to cashews. I was allergic to almonds. Never knew I was allergic to almonds until like, I feel like I've talked about this on here before, but my grandma once gave me, I think it was cereal with almond milk or it was tea with almond milk, one or the other. Mm. And I told my grandma that my chest hurt really bad. So she told me to sit outside in the cold because <laughs> it was snowing outside and she said that would help. Did she and, like you? Did she? No, my, I was my grandma's favorite. <laughs> me and my grandma were ride or die until she did die. I'm, I'm. <laughs> No, it's okay. Oh, really sorry. She died Fuck, when I, I didn't. Was... I didn't mean to laugh. Like you just like, no, the way. Okay no, I'm, I'm honestly like I'm so sorry. It was in the fifth grade. It's okay. I'm not like. No, it's okay. You can laugh. I didn't mean to. It was supposed it was to take you setup. off. It was supposed it was... to throw you off a little bit. But yeah, my grandma and I were close. And then when I was working at Starbucks, I had like real bad social anxiety. And when I first started working there, I would like eat almond croissants. So I could have an allergic reaction and then leave. <laughs> um, and 
at one point my my one store had closed so i got transferred to a random store didn't i knew how to make drinks i was terrible at like the register like i couldn't work pos that's what they called it was it pos i think that stands for piece of shit actually <laughs> like i don't know what they called it but what piece of shit system no like actually though i hated it so much and when i transferred my oh my real manager she told the manager of the store whose like place i went to the starbucks i went to she was like spencer um only, Spencer can only be on POS. I don't want him making drinks. And I was like, why the hell did you do that to me? <laughs> um, so I could only be on register. And that gave me so much anxiety that I was eating an almond croissant every day. <laughs> and then eventually I stopped having allergic reactions. So I would eat like handfuls of like the nuts that they sell at Starbucks. And then I would like down those. And then I stopped having allergic reactions after a while. And now I'm just like, I guess I outgrew them where I just like, it's incredible that you just didn't like quit your job. Like you put your life on the line multiple times I needed to get money. out of there. Like I was <laughs> 16 and I was like, I need a job, but like I also don't want to work at the register. So was, like, that the, was that the last job that you had? Sorry uh, to cut you off. The only job. That's the only job you had? Yeah, I worked at, well, it's because when I was working at Starbucks, they were the only place that would allow a minor to work there. So I started mm -hmm. working there when I was 16 and then I stopped working there like right before I was 20. I was freshly, not freshly, I would say around like 19-ish. And is that like when you, were you doing social media while you're working there or yeah, like I, afterwards you kind of You wanna like, know how I quit? Um, I found out about the creator fund and I was like, mm, okay, screw Starbucks. Uh, and I told my manager, I was like, I need you to know that if I get accepted into the creator fund and it is in fact real, like I'm putting in my two weeks. Um, and then about two weeks went by, got into the creator fund and I messaged my manager and I said, how do I put in my two weeks? And she said, you just did. So that was, that was the, oh my gosh, we went on a far, far side quest. Now I have to, I have to get back to the yeah, main yeah, quest. circle back. So you, Ben and Jerry's, slapping that ice cream on there. Yeah. To, like you did that for seven years. It was, how did you get, ooh, how did you get like, sorry guys. How did you, like, how did you like, how did reality TV like, like stumble into your lap or into your life, I guess? Uh, it was just kind of, I was doing that and then. I got a DM one day from a casting director that was like, hey, we love your look, we like your personality. Because I would, I, I started doing like more IG stories and uh -huh. you know, taking more pictures. I wasn't really big on social media and I started doing more and then the cast director just like DM me. And it was like during like COVID, it was 2020, shut down, warehousing and supply and demand. So I was kind of like, okay, either I stay in the warehouse and I'm just gonna be a Ben Jerry's worker until I'm 60 and get my pension and then, you know. Yeah, move to Alaska or some shit. You know, would you want to live in Alaska? Uh, no, I actually found out on the show that it's a, that it's actually a state. I thought it was a country. There was a <laughs> a challenge where like we had to label a map. Uh, oh wait, the, you're from Canada. I can't blame you. They're like they're like label countries. The first one I wrote down was Alaska, so that's what I'm like, planning on. Here's the thing: like you, you're from Canada, correct? Yeah. I can't blame you. Yeah. Because if I was from Thank Canada you. or any, actually, if I was if I lived in Hawaii, I would think Alaska was. I knew where it was, was though. A country. Well, I think it was a country. <laughs> and it's also right next to Canada. Yeah. Like it's it's like literally like it's not even. That's always what has like, confused me about Alaska. It's like. Next to it's not even by like where like you know what America you know what as Americans like if you want to have a state like make sure it's make like, sure it's connected okay well like we like Hawaii Hawaii is cool yeah we we like Hawaii we also like Alaska we, we're not, like we don't Alaska. have anything against yeah. Alaskans we don't <laughs> Alaskans if you're watching this right now like we're really sorry like no hate towards like, you but like also <laughs> like sorry guys okay so okay. you get discovered <laughs> so I get discovered and then basically they asked me and I had just had to ask myself like okay. Either because I can't just like go to my workplace and be like, hey, can I take eight weeks off to go travel Australia and potentially get money and then come right back? Mm -hmm. So I just had to make a choice like, all right, either I take a chance on this or I'd be a warehouse worker. And I took a chance, um, didn't win the mold, didn't get any money. So I came back and I was like, okay, uh, still broke, very broke now. And then Netflix was like, hey, do you want to do another day show? I was like, this is how they get you because I have no money. But like, I'll, <laughs> but like, do, I, it. I'll do it because like, because it's a good opportunity, but also at the same time, I was like, I, I need some money. Like, but it also like at the same time gives you like publicity. Yeah, because it, it makes you like 
a known face and that makes people want to keep working with you yeah and i think the thing with me with reality tv is like and i'm going into like a, a deeper moment but i think with reality tv it comes with like a lot of stigma a lot of negative stigma a lot of like people want you to spill the tea people want want to slander each other and gossip and i'm like trying to do with my new platform the same thing i do with my tiktok the eyes on me i want to take the eyes on me spread positivity and take those eyes on me and kind of shift them to people that actually have stuff of value. So yeah. it's when people come to me and they're like, we want tea on the show, spill tea. I'm like, all right, spill tea. Link in my bio, double woman shelter in Toronto called Sisterine. And if you want to learn how to donate to women's shelters in your area, stuff like that, and try to like change the landscape of it. Like you, I feel like a lot of people use that platform and it turns into like, you got chase clout, you got slander, you got to start because beef and like, drama. Because it's like, oh, when you have beef, it's like you have views because people want to keep up with what's happening. But exactly. it's like. But with me, it's like, and I'm sure with like your platform as well, it's like you just want to spread positivity and laughter and make people smile. And I think that's something different that like we have as like, um, like the TikTokers that I've met is like we have this community that means so much to us that's grown with us. Mm -hmm. And it's like we want to continue to make them smile and, and make sure that they know that we have values that we hold on to. I also hate the idea of like, I don't want to say like beef in the public eye, but it's like people taking sides of like mm -hmm. what's happening, I guess. Cause it's like realistically, especially with reality TV shows, there's so much you do see and don't see. Am exactly. I right? Or like, no, hundred percent. I mean, we are filming 24 seven and they cut it down into hour long episodes. So it's like, you're missing entire points, storylines, conversations that could have led to a certain moment. And it kind of just like, do you, from what you've seen, I don't know if you're even allowed to answer this, so far, do you think that there have been moments that have been like misconstrued oh, in the show? 100%, but my state of it, you know, a lot of people would be like, would go out and say, you know, it's editing or it's misconstrued or it's like this, and they feel the need to fill in the blanks mm -hmm. and such that, but at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm a blue collar worker. Like, you know, I, I do my job and I'm done with it. So yeah. like I signed the contract, the contract said, you're giving your likeness and personality and creative freedom, you know? So like whatever happens, I'm like, that's what happened. Everybody just take it with a grain of salt. But for me, it's like, I did, I did the show. You did what you had to do. I did what I had to do. Good. I'm good. I want to move on and continue to, you know, Spread, spread positivity. 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 Yeah, I, I, I also wanted to compliment your nails again because the last time I saw you, they looked really good. Yeah. And now they also look, what did they say? Cry baby. So I, I cry on the show. Really? Yeah, very, very, very heavily. Are very you, hard. Are you a can You're a cancer, right? Yeah. You're a cancer moon too? <laughs> so you're a cancer sun and a cancer moon? And Venus. I love how I asked if you were a cancer. I also just realized that your thumbs have the cancer yeah. like symbol on them. You put your like chart on TikTok, right? Yeah. <laughs> what was like your feedback with that? It was, uh, I think like the top comment was Lucifer. Oh. Yeah. That was a top <laughs> No. Like more like, more like I want to hug you and yeah. be like, everything's okay yeah but you seem very the thing is is like i wouldn't think you're a cancer which is odd like mm. i usually like pick up on people's signs quickly i would take you more as like an aquarius really yeah i'm, I'm a taurus rising and i'm a taurus rising because like, i've also gone to therapy so i've i've healed quite a bit you know yeah i, I used mean, to be a, a wreck really but now it's like i can try everything out call Amanda, my therapist, and then sort it out and move on. I had a therapist, her name was Joanne. I don't talk to her anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you when care I, to talk about it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, Joanne, if you are even watching this, I love you to death, um, I love her. Uh, but when I lived in New Jersey, the way that the insurance I'm under works is like, I have health insurance in California, but I need to be in like my doctor, psychiatrist, therapist has to be in California. Mm. So because I moved here and I'm oh. a resident of California now, if I were to go back to Joanne, I wouldn't be covered by health insurance. Right. I have to find a therapist here. But like, I'm not gonna lie, I don't really feel like I need a therapist right now. You feel like you're good? Like as of right now, yeah. I mean, there have definitely been like highs and lows in my life. But when I was at home and I was in New Jersey, I didn't like really, have all my friends went away to like college. Like all my friends went to university. I didn't really talk to anybody when I was in college. I kept to myself. 
and then I started social media and I made a whole bunch of friends who live here. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I moved, like when I was going to therapy, I feel like the reason I went is because of like this feeling of being alone. Mm-hmm. And I like hate this like, I don't mind being alone, I just hate feeling yeah. alone. There's yeah. like a very a difference. big difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Um, and that's how I felt when I was in New Jersey. But like now that I'm here, I don't. Mm-hmm. Which is nice, but at the same time, because I don't, I feel like, is therapy nice? Yes, but like, I don't currently go. Do you currently go to therapy? Yeah, I think, and I agree too, like, I started going to therapy, like, before the reality TV thing, and I reached a point also where, like, I wasn't going every week or bi-weekly, it was just kind of, mm-hmm. like, little check-ins, and I was fine, and I started doing reality TV, and it was like, okay. Go back. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, reset. Do, do you think, like, there were moments in the show that they made it a point to like kind of bring up trauma because um, I know you said you cried and I don't know why you cried <laughs> but do you think they made like a point in the show to like do things or like trigger things or no I think when you put that many big personalities in one setting you can kind of just like sit back and watch chaos ensue mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah and you know when you when you're in a dating show and you have so many different personalities and people that are coming at from different angles, it's like you don't really have to trigger anything. It's just going to happen eventually. Okay, that's at least how I look at it. Mm-hmm. From like a if I were a producer, like if you know if we were to put every TikToker like in a house, oh, it's going to be um, absolute mayhem. If we were to put every TikToker in a house. If I was placed, sorry, I need to look in the camera for this one. If I was placed in a house with every single TikToker, I need you all to know that you would never hear from me again because I would be dead. Like, I, if I was forced to be in a house with all of them, don't get me wrong, I love a lot of them. I love hanging out with them. I love seeing them. But living with them for an extended period of time, I don't know what that would do to me mentally. Either I would be dead and or I would end up in a padded room with security outside with a straight jacket on. Um, because I, like, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, sorry. I, will, I feel like, if you like, TikTokers is a different breed because it's like we do you find you start talking and like or like everything becomes a sound yes do you know what i'm trying to say like like things just become like it's like you're talking but no one's listening yeah like you're so used to like speaking to like your phone and like speaking in like punchable lines Mm -hmm. that like when you're around other tiktokers like everything becomes like an audio or like every moment that you have like a situation you think like this would go well for this audio that i have saved and it's like I was, I actually recently saw um, a video. I forget who was talking in the video, but I'm glad you said that because he literally was on stage and he was saying, the problem with like this generation especially, and I 100% agree, is that we don't live in moments themselves. We live to look back Back. on those moments. So it's like we do things, like maybe like you'll go dance in the rain. You don't want to, yeah. but you're doing it because it's like in the future you can be like, oh, when I was younger, yeah, I, I did dan- this. I danced in the room. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like, at least for like my mom's generation, they didn't have like social media. They didn't have like, I mean, they had cell phones, but not like we have cell phones. Yeah. It's like when my mom was going to go out to the mall and do stuff, it's because she wanted to go. Or like, there was, I also have, I forget what it's called. But it's like, I constantly feel like in my head sometimes, like especially when I'm out, that like, I'm being watched Mm -hmm. and I also feel like because of that I don't you don't get to be like your real self I'm not really like my real self it's like I'm living but it's like sometimes I feel like I'm living vicariously through other people watching me if that makes sense like I wonder like like I get like insecure when I go out to the store I'm like who sees me right now Mm -hmm. and if they do and they see me from this angle or this angle what do I look like Mm -hmm. and that's what I hate and I've been I've been working on that a lot but I feel like ever since social media and ever since like I started doing well on social media it's always been a very like I don't know it's like I always feel like there's like not even someone but like Unless I'm alone, like when I'm out, I also, you know Matt the person? Yes. Matt's on TikTok. I once was talking to Matt because we went out to dinner and I there was like, 
I don't know what had happened, but there was this girl. She came in and kept staring at me and Matt. And Matt and I actually, like, we didn't know if, like, she watched our videos or if she just like liked what we were wearing and at one point I was telling Matt how like sometimes I'll hear people say hi and I'll turn around thinking they're talking to me mm-hmm. and Matt was like I do the same thing because it's like I feel like that's still something I haven't gotten used to it's like this idea that people know who I am it's a parasocial yep. relationship that they develop mm-hmm. and I get it because you know especially with like it's different with like a celebrity or you know these like people that blew up on Instagram. When you blew up on TikTok, people saw you from the ground up. They and it's saw also you like a connection. Yeah, I feel like when you're a celebrity, don't get me wrong. I'm I know a lot of celebrities who have an amazing, amazing relationship with their fans. Yeah. But at the same time, for example, like people fall in love with an actor's acting or a singer's music. When it comes to social media, a lot of the times they fall in love, love with, with like you. who you are, yeah, and it like forms a relationship between you and your audience. So I feel like it's kind of, I don't want to say I understand when there are like people who have their days where it's like I don't want to like talk to anyone right now, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, like I also understand when people, when like especially influencers are rude to like their supporters. Oh, no. I will I'm literally like, like the other day I was out eating and I went out for a phone call and these group of women they're having a bachelor party and they like literally just watched Perfect Match and they saw me and I literally stood outside the restaurant and I spoke to them for 40 minutes to the point where like people had to come out and be like yo we're done with the food and I was like damn I do the same thing but I do the same thing every single time because like I'm just so appreciative and grateful of like the platform and the community that I've been able to build mm. and I understand what you're saying of like because you because it's almost like they know you because mm-hmm. they when you're talking to your phone you're you're being vulnerable there's no one around you're not acting like I've had people come up to me like oh my god it's ironic they'll come up and be like oh my god I love how much you talk about your social anxiety and I'm like by myself I'm like this is so ironic like, like <laughs> but it's great you to so meet much. you it's so nice to meet you uh, yeah I yeah. do have social anxiety so <laughs> this interaction is really ironic are you screaming but at thank me? you so much <laughs> are you mad at me like I can't really tell <laughs> but I'm just so grateful so it's like I'm the same way. Like I can't stand when people are rude because it's like without them, we wouldn't be here right now. Exactly. Uh, now again, I'm gonna like jump back, guys. Like okay. this is like a little like like we're like yeah, choose like, your own adventure. We're playing like it's like it's like previous track now. I'm just gonna whoop, previous track. Um, I want to talk again like really quickly about astrology. Yeah. Are you into astrology? I actually I wasn't, and then my ex. That I dated for a really long time. She was really into astrology. She had like, you know, would spend money on crystals and always like bring me down. She called me moon child because you're because I'm a cancer. I have so much cancer and cancer's ruined by the moon yeah. and all that. So she kind of like convinced me and kind of like got me into it. And then she broke down my chart for me. I was like, hmm, damn. Like, like you just read me to filth. Yeah. And now people ask me, ask you, oh, what's your astrology? I'm like, let me tell you my entire chart and why I'm the way I am. I, so here, my question for you is, do you know other signs or is it just your own? Because uh, I wanted to ask you, if I tell you my top, like my big three, yeah. tell me what you think. Okay. Get, I'm a Leo see. sun. Okay. I'm a Leo rising. Ooh, okay. And I'm a Virgo moon. Okay. So what I, what I gather from that, I know that Leos are, for lack of a better, they're very, you know, boisterous, very confident. You know, like, like we're the, performers. Performers, like yeah. the performers. So I know your son is your ego, I believe, right? So I'm pretty sure I don't. I mean, like I know. follow it, but I don't follow it. But like that's yeah. Yeah, and then your moon is also a Leo. Is that what you said? Um, oh no, your rising is a Leo. Mm-hmm. So your rising is like your mass. That that's what people perceive you as. So like people perceive you as a Leo. And then your moon is your Virgo, which is like emotions, right? I feel like uh, I usually say like your moon is how you are alone, yeah. or like like how you handle, or like how do I put this? Moon is emotions, but it's like you know the three faces where it's like um, how you are by yourself, how you are with like friends and family, and how you are with strangers. Right, that's the, how you would categorize it. Yeah, I would say like your like how you are by yourself like that face is like the moon yeah it's like for example i know virgos are very meticulous like they're i don't want to say like perfectionists but they like want to like get things done a certain way that's how i am when it comes to like everything i do even everyone here hi everyone (laughs) um they know for a fact i literally have alarms on my phone for when i post tiktoks yeah and it's like like, like, i'm very like yeah like i would gather that like 
from just from seeing you, you'd be like just absolute chaos. But I would say like your room is like very neat, OCD level. Like you just like got it, yeah. Yeah, like I, like people will receive you like obviously like I'm literally screaming ah. Oh, like, yeah, oh. like you're a, you're you're a crazy. Bitch. You're absolute chaos. But, but like you're right. But you're right. Yeah. <laughs> like you're right and right. Like I, the way I would the way I would describe my brain like i'm a very clean person like my my apartment's like really clean you got that right mm. but the way i would describe my brain is like you know in spongebob how there's that like episode where they're like all of the like spongebob people in his head are like running around opening up filing cabinets and it's like burning to the ground yeah. <laughs> i need you to imagine instead of like the paper flying everywhere like all the filing cabinets are on fire yeah. everyone is running around but if you open up a filing cabinet you're it's all in order. It's all in perfect order. <laughs> yeah, they're on fire, but you can read it. Yeah. <laughs> they're in order numerically, um, alphabetically, um, symbolically. Like, everything is, like, I have, like, a very, I'm very set in my ways. Yeah. I'm very much, like, sensitive, emotional, but my Taurus keeps me, like, grounded. Grounded, because a Taurus is Earth. Yeah, so, like, I can be, like, emotionally impulsive at times, but then you give me, like, a little bit of time, my Taurus kicks in, and I'm, like... Nah, that's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. Like, like, um, how do I put this? You know those, like, angels you have on your shoulder? And, like, one angel is like, don't do this. And the other angel is like, do it. Do it. Um, like, for me, it's more like they swap places for fun. <laughs> um, and, like, one will be like, do it. And then the other one's like, do it. And then I do it. And they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? Don't do that. And yeah. I did it already. So it's like, screw me, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like, too bad. Too late. It's too late. Yeah. But... I mean, hey, you live and you learn. All right, everyone, we're gonna play a game. Um, this bowl, the black bowl right here, has reality TV shows, and then this gray bowl has characters, both like fiction, nonfiction. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick a show, and then we're gonna pick two people, and we're gonna see who would win. So like, for example, if I pulled out American Idol, right? And then I picked Taylor Swift and Snooki. Taylor Swift is going to win. Sorry, Snooki. <laughs> but you guys get the gist now. Let's do this. How All do you right. want to do this? Do you want to pull the characters? I pull right. the... You pull the show? I'll pull the show. Okay. Okay. By the way, guys, I want you to know, I don't want you guys to think I picked this on purpose. Uh, it just says show on it because I didn't know which bull was which. And Laura helped help me. Like, yeah. Okay. The first show is Survivor. Okay. Survivor. Let's pick two. First contestant, Mulan. Okay. Mulan from Mulan. Mm hmm Second, Millie Bobby Brown. Mulan versus... <laughs> um, so it's like Mulan 100%, but like, uh, sorry, Millie Bobby Brown. I but like, you. are we talking like strictly Millie Bobby Brown or can she like turn into 11? Can okay, because she... if it was 11, like you're screwed Mulan, sorry. Yeah, well, to what extent? It's like, okay. Like we have to analyze, because if she's 11, what can you really do in Survivor to give you that advantage with telepathic powers? Okay, so like I, I guess you could like raise fish out the water. There's that, and also there was that. Remember there was that. Um, I remember there was that one challenge where they all had to hang on by a rope. If mm. I was eleven, I would just use my telekinetic powers to just stay there. But then wait, eleven gets bloody noses. Her power can only go so far. Right, the bloody nose. Mulan. I still choose Mulan. Yeah, we'll go with Mulan. Okay, this is the show. The circle. Okay. okay. The circle. We have <laughs> Zach Efron and Haley Williams. What? Can someone know what the circle is about? I really don't so, watch reality TV shows. The circle is basically just like a social media popularity contest, essentially. Oh my gosh. It's like the most popular person. Everyone's like in a room by themselves and okay. they only communicate through a computer. So it's like a, basically the most popular person wins. Essentially, and you can catfish as someone else. Oh, yeah. So Haley Williams and, and who? And Zac Efron. So I, I would say we got to go off a of likability. Okay. And ooh, as much good. as I love High School Musical, I'm gonna say Haley Williams. I'm gonna too. say Haley Williams. I feel like it's because like Zac Efron is a heartthrob, but it's like as you get older, it's like High School Musical versus Paramore. What are you gonna want to listen to? Who are you gonna cry to? Yeah. Come are on. you gonna Are you gonna cry to Gotta Go My Own Way? Or are you gonna cry to <laughs> Paramore? All I wanted was you. Facts. Thank you. Mic right. drop. This is the next show, Love Island. 
Every oh, single do you know reality TV shows? Can you do me a favor? Every yes. single time I pull one, I'm gonna need you to describe the show I to me you. because I don't watch reality TV. So what's Love Island about? So Love Island is basically you have ten people enter a villa, right? And they gotta just pair up, match up, and then the audience actually votes on who they believe is the best couple. It's like day by day. Okay, so for this one, guys, we're actually doing Love Island, and because it's couples, I'm gonna pull two names, and Dom is gonna pull two names. So, okay. okay. So, do you want to go first? Yeah, I think I, I think my people won. Okay. Who do you have? I have a, I have a pretty big power couple. Okay, what's your power couple? Uh, Little Wayne. Okay. <laughs> and Taylor Swift. Okay, well, I have Fergie and the Black Eyed Peas, so. <laughs> Like, mm, but my did humps? she leave the Black Eyed Peas? She did have a solo career, so she's not loyal. Mm. But like, mm. are we talking? What, 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 like, what Fergie generation are we talking about? Like Fergie Black Eyed Peas generation? Because I mean, like, I mean, like, who would you rather hear a song from, Fergie and the Black Eyed Peas again, or would you want to hear Taylor Swift and Lil Wayne? Okay, I think you got me there. Yeah. I think you got me there. I think that would be interesting too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's that? little John. <laughs> like, okay, sorry guys, my bad. Like, uh, <laughs> you just start going off a of little John Adams. Yeah. Ski ski ski. Okay. Who who the hell did that? Like, come on, guys. Like, be, get get. Don't a grip. stereotype all the littles. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Like, I just like in my. Sorry. Also, side note. Do we find it weird that like there's just a bunch of grown men rapping that are just all little? Lil Wayne, Lil John, Lil Baby. I feel like Lil Baby's also redundant. By the way, oh, because you're a baby. Because you're a baby. But so. it's like the lil makes it like lil baby. Oh, you're a lil baby. Yeah. But it's like you're. It's like the adjective like does it's it. It's like for an oxymoron. Me. Oh no, that's not oxymoron. Oxymoron is like jumbo shrimp. Oh, okay, yeah, no. Yeah. It's like it, it just compliments. I feel like a lil baby compliments itself. Mm. Lil Wayne compliments itself, but it's like who was the first lil? Was it? Like, I don't know. Who's the, we gotta go, you know, we gotta talk to historians. Yeah, I don't know who the first Maybe little the was. first little was just little. He was just like. He's like he said, my name is Lil. I'm just Lil. <laughs> I don't know, Shut but up, whoever yeah. was the first Lil something, I'm like, thank you for setting the trend. Also, can we talk, sorry, no, another side no, note. keep going. Do you ever watch the Rogue movie? Yes. So Rogue I watched it again recently. Okay. Dark movie. The part when the, like all the babies just kind of left Tommy and Dill to just like, be eaten by monkeys was kind of wild. Um, okay, so I don't remember that much, but I what I will say... Like, they were is, cold. Like, for, like, a bunch of two-year-olds, was like... I mean, like... They were like, we hate your little brother. Die in the forest. Do what monkeys. you gotta do to survive. <laughs> Sorry. But what I will say is that the last time I saw Rugrats, I didn't even make it through the full movie. It was actually, like maybe like half a year ago, um, my friend fell asleep while I was watching it in her bed and I was like, um, I'm gonna go home. And then she, it was Emmy, Emmy closed her eyes and she said, okay, because I'm making a sandwich right now. What? And I was like, are you asleep? And Emmy was like, no, she was asleep. Um, <clears throat> anyways. anyways. <laughs> now we have Big Brother. Someone please explain Big Brother to me. All right, so Big Brother, why are you? I heard the. I heard the. Ugh. I mean, like I've played Big Brother on Roblox. What? Roblox. <laughs> like I played Survivor on Roblox, and I played Big Brother on Roblox. Like, like the actual like you were a contestant in the video game of Roblox in Big Brother. No, like I play a children's game made for thirteen-year-olds, and there's a game where you can be like it's a Big Brother game. Have you ever played Roblox? My nephew does. I'm not like. How old is your nephew? Eleven. I. It's not like I. It's not like I played Roblox last night. No, I'm not judging. I'm just like I've just personally never played Roblox. You've never played Roblox? No, but I'm not hating though. Like I play. Like, I know you're not hating. Uh, yeah, I play like King But of I'm Hearts gonna hate on you now. Get the hell off my show. He's never played Roblox. You've never played Roblox? No. Have you ever played Kingdom Hearts? Okay, you got me there. Okay, so... Okay, can you explain the birth and brother to me, please? <laughs> like, please. Uh, people are in a house. Mm -hmm. I honestly have never watched Are there any either. big brothers involved? Like, do people go on with their sibling? Yeah, I honestly... I was... I went in that so confidently, but I generally don't really know what happens in Big Brother. All right, then let's All right, see who let's we see have who here we now. We got a... 
I, I don't know how to say this name. Let me see. Oh, Tana Mojo. Tana Mojo. Do you know who Tana Mojo is? No. That's okay. Does it? <laughs> All I will can say. You, can you explain? Yeah, Tana Mojo is like a famous YouTuber. Okay. Um, Like, I don't, I can't. Tana, I love you, but I don't even know how to describe her. Mm. Like, she is so, like, famous YouTuber. Famous YouTuber. Can I just, side note, another side quest. Uh, I just have to get this out because ADHD. Mojo. Mojo Jojo. Mojo. Mojo Jojo. What's Jojo? Mojo Jojo. You never Jojo? watched Powerpuff Girls? <gasps> I love Powerpuff. Mojo Jojo. Oh, wait, is he the monkey? Yeah. That they always beat up all the time. Yeah. Also, I've, okay. Did you know that they're, like, five years old, I think? The Powerpuff Girls? They used to just skip school. Just They used to beat the shit out of people on that show. Like, the and violence is insane. Yeah, there were five, dude. I wish I was a Powerpuff Girl. Same. What What would be your Powerpuff name? There's Blossom, Bubbles, Buttercup. Um, Like, I have to make my own right now or, like, choose between them? Well, you, you, need, a, you need a name. Do you remember, uh, what's, oh, there was Blossom, Bubbles, Buttercup, and then there was uh, Bunny. Do you remember Bunny? Bunny was, like, the one that they made, and she was kind of, like... Like the off a little bit, but detective. she was like, super, yeah, she was like super big, and then she like killed herself. Like that was a dark show. She just like exploded. Oh my god! And then they were like, "All right, bye, bunny." I so I love the Powerpuff Girls, like the Powerpuff Girl aesthetic. But let me rephrase. Um, Powerpuff Girls. When did that come out? Uh, probably like early two thousands, I would say. I like don't remember Powerpuff Girls. Like I don't remember no. watching it. I was more like, what was that one show? My life as a teenage robot. Mm. I had her. I had like Danny Phantom, um, Jimmy yeah. Neutron, um, Brain Blast. the Fairly Odd Parents. But like Powerpuff Girls, like I never really. I mean, I, I watched Captain Planet. That was like the environment guy. Yeah. Kinda, you didn't know that? Yeah, because he was like all like recycle. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Whenever I tell people that I used to watch Captain Planet. And they all Planet. had like the rings and they'd be like. Let's save the planet. And oh then, a, no, whenever then a guy made a chrome would appear and put and like save the ocean. Literally, whenever <laughs> I talk about Captain Planet, no one knows who the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, the chrome dude with the mullet. Yes. Okay, work. <laughs> Tana Mojo and Kim Petrus, Unholy. Uh-huh. I'm just going to show up and just do that. I don't know Tana, so I'm going to side with Kim because she, she she's getting work done in the body shop. Okay, right. So I'm just, for me, I'm going to say Tana only because, like, I feel like if Tana was on Big Brother, there would be so many memes that come out of it. And, like, people would love Tana because, like, she's just, like, how do I put this? You know those people whose personalities are funny? Mm -hmm. That's Tana. Sorry. Uh, I don't, like, I don't know Kim Petras like that. I don't know her either, but she's unholy, you know? Maybe she'll be in the house and she, like, I feel like a lot of Satan. I feel like a lot of, see? Right. If and you're then, Christian like, you and you're know, Catholic and you're watching it and you're like, oh, she's unholy, who's going to vote for Kim Petras? She just calls upon the power of the of Beelzebub and the demons and just... Beelzebub! <laughs> Beelzebub! She puts a pentagon on the ground and... Anyways, I'm, I'm sorry, Kim. I didn't... Like, I'm not Kim, assuming okay. you're... Kim, we love you, girl. Now I got, now I got beef with Kim. No, you Alaskans. don't. You, you have got, beef with Kim, Alaskans. Like, gotta, you have beef with everyone right now. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, can I choose the names next and you choose the show? Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm gonna hide mine. Okay. And do you want me to say the show first? Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! It's uh, it's my show. Perfect match. Perfect match. <laughs> okay, so we have Haley Bieber, mm-hmm. and we have <laughs> <laughs> Selena Gomez. Oof! All Ooh. right. Oof! Hmm. I feel like. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really. Oh, there's a lot of. Oh. Um, I vote Selena Gomez. Um, I'm really sorry, guys, but like, <laughs> I just okay. So I don't mean to go on like a tangent, but I so mean to go on a tangent. Um, what I don't know what's going on with like the whole like. I just feel like Selena's being ganged up on. Like, I feel like people are coming at Selena, and by people, I mean 
Haley mm-hmm. Bieber squad. <laughs> Who said that? Um, but like <laughs> Selena, here's my issue. It's like when it's three on one, that's when we have a problem. Because mm. it's like, why is it three on one? Also, stay mad because Selena is Selena Gomez. And when she returns to the music industry and knocks all you bitches on your asses, right. you're going to be really upset and you're gonna be real yeah. sad because when selena's up there mm. getting her 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 grammy eaten her mtv award no crumbs. when she's performing alex russo get wrecked bitch that was a wizards of Waverly place reference that felt really good yeah i'm really glad i got that off my chest nice man anyway hey um well guys i don't know if you know this but like i feel like we my my butt is numb oh yeah is yours i was having a really good time but if you want to kick me out and get me out of here, that's no. Fine. Oh that's my god, no, 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 that's no, fine. No, 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 like, no, no, I understand. I wasn't. I was going on a lot of tangents and a lot of stuff, so I, I wasn't like. It's you cool, are man. actually like, like a cancer. You are. Wow, a cancer. that's that's. Oh, you mean like the sign? Yeah. I thought you meant like I was just. <laughs> You, you are a cancer. Like, like, you, 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 I meant like you're you are, cancerous. You ruin everything that you, you are a are part of. cancerous and you're <laughs> spreading. And there is no way to cure you. You are a disease. No, 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 no. I meant like you are a cancer because you were like, no, I was going off on side <laughs> tangents and like all this other stuff. And like you can, you can end the show. I don't want to end the show, but it's like Amanda told me to before. Oh, so this is on Amanda. Yeah, it is on Amanda. Wow. Amanda, say something. I produce. Oh yeah, okay. Amanda is like producer, right? As hell, so it's like what Amanda says goes. Yeah, Sorry guys, that's your job. I know you guys don't want this show to end, and I know you guys want us to sit here for another ten hours and keep talking, which I'm pretty sure we could, but like Amanda said, we couldn't. So, um, would you like to tell everyone your social media handles, where they can find you, any of your upcoming projects? It's, it's on you now. Uh, yeah, so you can find me on all socials under Don't Call Dom. Uh, I'm on Netflix, Perfect Match, The Mole. Check those shows out. And I'm also in a band. You're in a band? I'm in a rock band. What? I'm singer, songwriter of a rock band called Don't Call. One word. Mm-hmm. We're going on Spotify. I yeah. will play your music here. I'll play no, it behind you, the scenes. You can. Truth, play Truth or Dare. I think you'll enjoy it. If you're a fan of like pop punk, <gasps> whoa, guys. Well, you know my at on social media. If you don't, it's Spencer. I don't. I mean, like, I feel you would. You're watching uh, Spencer. You're watching my my podcast. But if you don't know how to spell Spencer, it's S P E N C E W U A H. I love you all so 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 much. Uh, please, um, as you all know, this podcast comes out every Thursday on all audio streaming platforms, but if you want to see this happening live and in person and see us looking at the camera and at each other, head to the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel and subscribe. And if you don't subscribe, you hate me. And that's really sad because I really do love you guys and it really hurts my feelings knowing that you hate me. So don't hate me, just subscribe because I really love you guys. Uh, Anyways, until next time, bye-bye everyone.